Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hi, listeners, and welcome to an extra release of the Cricket Unfiltered podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Menzel, and I've just come from the SCG, where Steve Smith has conducted a press conference, the first real press conference in ages. So it was great to actually get to talk to Steve Smith and see how he's traveling. So I've got the audio here from that press conference, and I thought... As this podcast has been at the forefront of covering the ball tampering scandal that this press conference shouldn't be missed for all the listeners out there. So I'm going to play the conference in full for you. There are questions from journalists from all over uh, the media landscape. So you'll hear them asking questions as well as me and Ben Horn and Pete Lawler. You might not hear all the questions, but you'll certainly hear all the answers. It's well worth a listen. So let's go now to the SCG and Steve Smith's press conference. Steve, how have you been and how are you going now? Uh, Yeah, I'm going okay now. Um, Initially after South Africa, I was going through a bit. Um, I was in a pretty dark space and um, yeah, had some some tough days, but um, they're sort of few and far between now. Um, I still have moments and have my ups and downs, um, but yeah, I'm going okay and um, heading in the right direction. Steve, what was your reaction to reading the Longstaff review and the fact that that attributed a portion of the blame to the events in South Africa to the Australian, to Cricket Australia? 
I think it's um, great that the organisation had an independent review. I think any any good business um, around the world does a, an independent review and um, it was nice that they were able to do that and we've seen some changes already and I'm sure there's going to be more changes and it gives the, the organisation an opportunity to move forward and get better. Steve, it's obviously the first time in a long time that you haven't been playing test cricket at this time of the year. How have you found it watching the Aussies go about it without you there? Um... Yeah, if I'm honest, it's been tough at times, um, particularly when the boys haven't played their best in a couple of games. It's been hard watching and not knowing that I can't go out and help them. Um, but I was really proud of the way the boys played last week in Perth. I thought they were magnificent. I thought the um, I thought Tim Payne's leadership has been exceptional uh, since taking over as captain. He's uh, obviously faced with difficult circumstances to begin with and He's done a terrific job and it was great to see a nice fast and bouncy track in Perth last week. It looked almost like the Wacker of old and um, yeah, it was an amazing test match and the, I'm sure the boys will take a lot of confidence out of the way they played last week. Are you a little nervous about how the world will greet you or accept you when you come back from this band? Um, yeah, I haven't thought too much about that to be honest. Um, I'm just moving forward day to day and um, doing what I need to do to prepare to hopefully get another opportunity to play for Australia and if that's World Cup and Ashes so be it and no doubt the English crowd will be incredibly hostile I'm I'm ready for that if, if that happens but um, you know nothing's for certain I'll uh, keep working hard and if I get that opportunity again then that'll be great. What about cricket lovers on the street when you bump into people you're in the shops do, do they are they positive or negative what's the feedback you get from these Oh, the majority have been really positive. Um, yeah, the, the Australian public's been really kind and, um, yeah, I guess slightly forgiving. And But I've, I've still got a lot of work to do to earn back the trust and respect of the Australian public and um, I'll continue to do that. Steve, just going back to the afternoon when the incident did happen, can you just speak about what actually did happen in those rooms? Like, we haven't got you on the record speaking about, you know, what happened in the change rooms, what was said, sort of the plan as to how it transpired. Can you just talk us through exactly what happened that afternoon? Yeah, I think it's been documented pretty heavily sort of what went on and um, for me in the room, you know, I, I walked past something and had the opportunity to stop it and um, I didn't do it and that was my leadership failure, you know. It was a, the potential for something to happen and it went on and happened out in the field and I had the opportunity to, to stop it at that point um, rather than say I don't want to know anything about it and that was my failure of leadership and, you know, I've taken responsibility for that. And what about we, suggestions that it's, you know, ball tampering's been going on for donkey's years and it's not the first time um, in Australian cricket that that has happened. What do you have to say about that? Uh, as far as I'm concerned and, and aware of, that was the first time that it happened. Um, I can't really judge what other teams around the world do. Um, I know that in any game that you play, you want the ball to try and move at, at some point in the game, but obviously you want to do it in a, a legal way and... Um, allow it to, to, to play its course that way, I guess. When you say you had the opportunity to stop it, what did you actually say at that point? I don't want to know about it and, and walked away. So that was my, um, my chance where I, I could have stopped something from happening. And, you know, that's something I've learned over the last nine months that, um, you know, every decision you make can have a, a negative outlook. If, if things go pear-shaped, what's it going to look like? If, if things go well, how does that look? And now it's about learning and, and almost slowing your thinking down and, and ensuring that um, you know you, you make the right decisions more often than not. So is that one time in the change room the one and only time that you know that it was being discussed? That's correct, yes. Steve, Steve, have you reflected on the... For everything? Say that again, sorry. Have you forgiven yourself for everything? Mm -hmm. have you, are you at peace with where you're at now? Um, I'm going okay. Um, I've, I've had 
tough days, as I said. I've, I've had my ups and downs, but you know, I've been really fortunate to have a, a close group of people around me that have helped me get through those difficult um, times. Um, there, there has been some dark days where you know, I, I haven't wanted to get out of bed and, and things like that, but you know, I've had um, a close group of people around me that, that have helped me know that it's okay, you know, like I've, I've made a mistake and it, it was a big mistake. And from now I'm, I'm trying to move on from that and improve as a person and um, yeah, just really grateful that I've had a close group of people around me that have helped me get through it. So There's speculation that, that you and you David know. have fallen out over it, is that correct? Or? No, no, David and I are fine. Yeah, so, yeah. Steve, you reflected on the last nine months in a Vodafone commercial. Are you trying to send a genuine message with that? Is that why you said yes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the the work that uh, Gus and I have been doing with Gotcha for Life, we're trying to create that um, mental health awareness around the country. Um, I think the, the number of suicides in Australia is far too high. Six men and, and two women a day are, for 25 million people or thereabouts. It's, I think it's unacceptable and um, I'm trying to do what I can to create that awareness around it and that's what the, um, the campaign's about. So the people on Twitter who are saying you're cashing in on it, that's not true, is it? Because it's, it's going to charity, right? Well, it, I'm getting paid, but I'm also putting forward funds towards the Gotcha for Life um, sessions that uh, Gus and I haven't sat down and exactly figured out where, where it's all going, but um, in the new year we'll, we'll do that and, and figure out where I can put funds towards this organisation to help create that awareness around mental health. Steve, would you, would you like to captain Australia again? Look, at the moment I'm, I'm pretty content sort of where I'm at and the next three months it's about just preparing as well as I can to to hopefully be a part of the the World Cup and the Ashes and you know as I said before I think Tim Payne's done an exceptional job and Aaron Finch taking over the one day side he's, he's had a tough start to that um, with the performances of the team I guess but um, you know if I if I get back and play under them I'll do everything I can to, to help them out and, and help Australia have success. And that's still you know, obviously more than a year away where you'd even be available is it something that you would aspire to again or, or you know you'd be quite happy to not have that responsibility and spotlight again um i guess it's too early to say to be perfectly honest i, I just want to get back playing and um try and contribute to to the team as much as i can and 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 just help out anyone that's around tim and um and finchy as well so we'll see what the future holds but at the moment i'm, I'm just preparing to play and i'm excited by that prospect Steve, do you think you'll get enough top level cricket between now and when the world cup starts to be ready for the world cup yeah, I was so I was playing in the Bangladesh League. I think you guys probably know more about that than me at the moment. I I don't know what's happening there. Um, but then I've got Pakistan League and the uh, IPL, which I think's adequate preparation for the World Cup. Um, if I'm selected, I think now the way the the one day games played, it's almost an extended T20 in a way. So I think T20 cricket is is a good way to prepare, and the IPL is one of the best tournaments around the world. And from what I've heard about the Pakistan League, it's of high quality and. Um, yeah, so I think that'll that'll be adequate preparation. And, for sure. and why didn't you appeal the length of your sanction? Oh, because I just wanted to accept it and, and own it and take responsibility for it. Um, I didn't think about um, reviewing it at all or, or um, appealing it as such. Um, it was just about accepting it and knowing that I'd made a mistake and accepting it and moving on from it. Is there a with potential the, with all the training you're doing and, and the resilience that you've needed to get through where you've got? Do you think you could come back? hopefully come back as a better player than you were when you left the game? Well, that's the plan. Um, I don't want to get worse. I want to always try and get better. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been working hard at my game. I'm, I'm concentrating on a few weaknesses and 
things that I won't share with you. I don't want people to know them, but um, but yeah, I want to come back better. You're tougher too, mentally tougher. Do you think? Absolutely, yeah. I think it's a a great. Um, I get. I guess this nine months has been a, a big learning curve for me, and um, you know, having a year out of the game to sort of mentally refresh and get myself in a, a good headspace to go again. Um, hopefully, I can can play at a better standard than I was when I when I got banned. What are your reflections on the debate around the way the Australian cricket team plays its game and, and the talk about playing hard but fair and, and some of the changes that have been made and talked about? I think that's the way Australian cricket's always played its best when they're, they're playing hard but, but playing within the parameters of the game. Um, obviously what happened in South Africa was outside of the parameters of the game and, and shouldn't be happening but since then I think um, and even before then the, the players have played some, some good hard cricket and and you're going to have times where guys will overstep the mark and um, and pay consequences for that. But we try and play in a hard and, and fair manner, and um, I think that's what the Australian public wants to see, and I think that's what gets the best out of the team as well. Steve, well, just, just doing the ad, the ad this week and speaking today, why, what, what, talk us through the timing of you know why you felt now was the right time, you know, because you've been playing grade games and things like that, and we, you know, we haven't heard from you for, for a few months. Well, the ad wasn't supposed to have gone out until after I spoke to you here today, actually. Um, they, uh, they liked it so much that they wanted to launch the campaign with it. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, I've, I've been working hard recently. We've, um, I've enjoyed playing grey cricket. Um, we've had some success out here in a T20 comp this year, um, winning the competition for Sutherland, which the club got a great thrill out of, and I got a great thrill out of being involved at the club. They're, they're a great bunch of people, and... Um, and they've, 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 I guess, really embraced me being around and playing with them. And, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Obviously, English crowds, there's a lot of the World Cup and obviously the Ashes. How do you prepare for that? Because obviously they're going to be, you know, quite, you know, booing a lot. How do you prepare for it? I guess one thing that I've always done pretty well when I'm playing is just blocking out exterior noise and, and getting on with the, the job at hand. And no doubt that the Barmy Army are a bit, well, they're loud and um, you, you can't sort of block it out as such, but it's, it's just about um, staying in your own mind and not letting those external distractions take you over and staying in the moment and just getting the job done. And I think that's one thing I've done pretty well throughout my career and hopefully I can do the same when I'm back. Well, certainly a happier Steve Smith than we saw at Sydney Airport when he arrived back from the ball tampering scandal. Good to see he's on the mend. I can't wait till he's back in the green and gold or wearing the the baggy green. So can't wait to see him playing for Australia. And of course, the podcast will be back next week with our full episodes. Thank you. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.